okay. <laughs> I got through that. <laughs> I didn't do that last time. Um, all right. What's up, Internet World? We are here with E Open Mike. We've got David Benrexi. We've got Grant Wenzel. Did I? Did I? You got did it. I? Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And we've got Kevin Roach in the house. And we're going to have Eddie Booze. And we're going to have Sean Gallagher join us digitally. And this is the second installment of E Open Mike for 2022. We've got a slight delay in the headphone, and we had a weird thing going on, and that's just the nature of electronics or something. Mm-hmm. Logic. We're gonna. Sh- it is. Should I just quit? <laughs> should, <laughs> should I quit and uh, restart Logic? All right. Let's double check to make sure the stream is going out to the different locations it's supposed to. It says live. If anybody wants to share this, I'm not seeing it on my page, unfortunately, but it does say it's live. If anyone wants to share the stream, go ahead and share it. Actually, even if you don't want to, share it. And uh, we're going to start out. I'm going to play with a, a, play a song by Chopin on the piano. Is there anything else that needs to be said? We're going to have some conversation. Uh, we're going to talk about our songs. All these guys are going to play a couple of songs for us tonight. And we're going to talk about them and just have a good time. So I'll start out by playing this song here. And let's go ahead and get them on the screen. Boom. There we go. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I, sh- I want to try to share it, but it's not uh, popping up. All right. I'll try it again a little bit later. All right. So one of the things I'm doing this year is piano. And I want to learn, relearn. I started playing for a retirement home in uh, West Ashley. And they had a grand piano there. And so one day I just sat down and started playing it. I used to take some classical piano when I was uh, like seventh grade or sixth grade and seventh and eighth or something like that. And really, really enjoyed it. Ended up quitting because my teacher was telling me, you got to play exactly like this. You know? And I uh, didn't like that. So I, or I thought I, I thought I wasn't any good because I couldn't play it like he was trying to make me play it. And uh, anyway, sort of come full circle around to playing piano again and now I want to make it really a, a central part of what I do so started I made it a goal to learn a bunch of piano pieces this year and I'm trying to learn one classical piece per month and just work on it about 30 minutes a day and so here is a waltz by Chopin
really good. Think of my mother. Mm. See, that's something I love about classical music. So much is said, just, but no lyrics, no words, mm. but, you know, we each had our own individual thing we were thinking while uh, he played that one piece, and I think that it's just something very cool and that's not appreciated very much by uh, people about classical music in general it's usually just like oh classical music school you know <laughs> classes well i think that's a cool thing that a uh, piano can do is it has so much dynamics that you can achieve with that you can go fast you can go slow you can do multiple keys at once and you can always create almost visual like images for whoever's listening to it yeah and you don't really hear too many um pianists nowadays i i feel like if you've got a keyboard you might you might play synth, you know, but you don't really hear because it is work. You know, it is work you got the you got the form, like perfect form. You've got to play scales just over and over again. Yeah, it's a tough instrument. Yeah. You're killing it though. I'm trying. You guys, you keep going. I'm trying to share the stream. Uh, I think I probably have a lot, of, like too many things. Here we go on my computer at one time, and it's just overloading it a little bit, but. Which doesn't make any sense because it's a pretty powerful computer and it didn't do that last time. So, Apple, I'm coming after you, except you don't. <laughs> and I'm going to care. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I shared it. Um, hey, we, we got some yeah. people. We got some messages. Mm. Are you able to see the messages on the. Oh, the, yeah, look yeah. at that. Yep. There we go. Cool. That's awesome. You can get that last time. Let me so. put that over here, over my face here. There you go. Boom. Hey. What's up, John? What's up, Holly? Right on. Um, yeah. Hey, let's let's talk a little bit more about. I wanted to chime in on that. So, like, uh, I think instrument. Um, that's one thing that's just really cool about instrumental music. I used to think about music a lot, just as as like if it didn't have a singer, I wasn't that interested in it because um, lyrics are so important um, or whatever. But the uh, the music. It's well, one thing about the classical music is it really takes you to a different time. And when you really think about like all, you know, I don't know, for me, how that music was created, like, you know, I guess I've heard, I've heard one, uh, I've heard somebody say before about songwriting or making music. Uh, um, actually, I think it was Chris Dodson. I saw a, a post on his uh, social media talking about it's kind of like a timestamp of who you are or who you were at a specific time. And so you can't really think about being a perfectionist. Uh, or anything like that, whatever you make is a is a an expression of yourself, and when you go back and listen to it, you'll be able to understand or like remember in detail a lot about your own self, what what it was that you were that manifested itself into sound. Um, but then, um, so maybe we could talk about these two things uh, on along the lines of what Grant was saying, just the uh, musical expression that you can like. I'm digging more into guitar these days as well, just learning how to be more of an instrumentalist and just the amount that you can express, even just as a rhythm, a rhythm player. Uh, I, I just I don't know. Maybe there's two, two things Let's, we could talk about. Uh, how imagine the same thing is true with many songwriters. If you've got famous songwriters mm -hmm. from years ago or from decades ago, um, or the classical music. Um, I'll, I'll throw this out there. One, one other thing. I, there was uh, Amazing Grace. I heard somebody sing Amazing Grace. Um, it was. I think it's the. It was a female singer, and she was singing with a, a choir. I think it might be the most 
renowned version of of Amazing Grace. When you listen to that recording and you hear uh, all of the people that are singing along with her, and you realize that is a group of maybe 200 people, and they all believe in this singer so much and that they are completely Mm. focused and completely supporting, and they put in all that time and effort, and you hear that and you're like... And the music from the 50s into the 60s, it got better every year. I just Mm. kept hearing more and more music that I wanted to listen to. And I'd be listening on... uh, Top 40 radio New York station. We lived in a, a New York suburb in New Jersey. And and I shared a room with my older brother and we would listen to Murray the K and we'd, we'd listen to, you know, the top 20 countdown and it would get past our bedtime. It'd be 10 o'clock. <laughs> my dad would knock on the door, turn that thing off. <laughs> so we would turn it way down. And then we'd, when we heard the bedroom door closed uh, on my mom and dad. We turned it back on. <laughs> so that, yeah. And we would just listen. We love that music. I wanted to jump on an angle on that. Um, so one thing about the classical music that I think is really interesting is so, so talking about it in, uh, as music of the time. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people think of, of classical music as some sort of, it's like great, or like uh, Grant was saying, like, uh, it's uh, you know what you study in school or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like these composers—they're almost they're—they're—they're uh, they're, they're, uh, what would be the like a mystique or something. They're—they're they're, you know, it wasn't as accessible. The knowledge wasn't accessible. You couldn't get it on, even no. on the radio back huh. then. How do you even become a musician back so in the classical era? <laughs> you had to listen and listen to it over and over again and try to play along with the with the radio. Well, they like. I'm talking about you know way way back in the classical era. Era, how do you become oh, a musician? Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. you you can't listen to Work. it over and over again and play it. Yeah. You have to have someone that's teaching you every single thing. You know that made performance like. And I think that was uh, the way it was with the classical musicians. Like somebody would mentor somebody else. He'd mm-hmm. always be looking for students. They wanted to pass their mm. their skills on. You know, I think Mozart might have studied under Haydn or something. There, there's so much history there that that we don't know and we don't study. But whenever I look into it, it's 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 astounding how people's paths crossed. You know, that just uh, reminded me of something else I thought earlier this week. You know how people like say, you know, how, how did you learn guitar? And people say, You're, I was self-taught. I don't think people can say that anymore because like everyone learns on YouTube. Yeah, because you learn you've learned from like. A dozen or hundreds of different people at this point, I think right? That counts can, as being self-taught. You though. think so? Yeah, I, I think that counts. I don't know because uh, other people put in a bunch of work to create and and show you exactly what they're doing, and you're watching a digital representation of them. Sure, so it's not technically them like being there with you, showing you put your fingers like this. But yeah, but you don't have that yeah. person going and correcting you and telling you you're True. doing it wrong. So yeah. I, I guess fifty-fifty yeah. maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's kind of <laughs> half and half because like. I think people, when they think the opposite of self-taught, they're like, oh, you spent hours with a, with a teacher mm-hmm. kind of guiding you through everything. But in a way, like, you are doing a lot of it yourself. But even if you're not using YouTube, you're usually watching some musician you love play live and you go, 
usually you start off replicating that style mm -hmm. first. So you learn from other people in some way, even if you're not paying for lessons. Mm. Yeah, you're going to have to put in hours. You know, <clears throat> the teacher can can spend one or two hours a week with you, and it's probably going to cost a bunch of money. So you have to take what what you got out of that mm -hmm. lesson and and work at it. The time that you spend alone, you know, it's more important borderline than the lesson. Well, mm -hmm. they're both important, but you know, if you spend 15 minutes in a lesson and spend three hours, you know, practicing that lesson, you're gonna be a lot better off than if you take a two-hour lesson and practice it for an hour. Yeah. I, think, I think what the practice really allows you to do is learn how to use your own body. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of it, right? Is like because everyone has you your body is slightly different than anybody else's and you got to learn how to use your yours and, and what you want to do with the sound so i think um but i want to throw it throughout this out about the classical music i think it's just music of their time and that these classical pianists they're sure that they were the great pianists of that time but that was the tool that they had at hand and so i don't mm -hmm. think there's anything that much different about the great artists now and one thing that i think would be interesting to talk about is like that music to me like that piece that i just played it's almost spooky it's like and if you think about like hundreds really? of years ago that that was the mode if you listen to a lot of a lot of the classical music a lot of there's there's some pretty happy music but there's a lot of kind of like tragic kind of music there's something some kind of tragedy in it and so if that's the music was, that was the expression the great expression of of the time um and then you get into like the 60s like you were saying and I, more i used to listen to pop songs and think like oh you know these are so cool and i wish i want to play music like that but I was listening to like um, the Rolling Stones. Um, uh, what is that uh, black? Uh, what, what, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The uh, isn't that one of the like uh, all? Oh, I see painted a red black, door and I paint it black. Paint it black. Mm. If you listen to that, like it, it's a pop song or whatever, it's, it's because it's popular. It's about depression. But it's dark. It's so dark. And like people, it'll come on the radio or whatever, or it comes on in a pop place, and, be like, and, and, and people like get into it, and they're like. <laughs> You don't even know, like, that guy is, like, in the pit of despair right now, and that's what he's singing about, and I don't think he's joking. I don't, th I don't think these people were, uh, like, I don't think, I think they wrote that from a real place. Maybe they're famous, so people didn't think that they were going through that or something, or they just, but I, I There are some songs that are just like that, like, one of my favorite songs of all time is uh, Semi-Trimed Life by Third yeah, Eye yeah, Blind, yeah. Yeah. and, you know, you know, I just imagine soccer moms, like, in their car singing along about, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's really yeah. not an appropriate song at all, but yeah, it's playing everywhere, you know. But yeah, musicians yeah. in the sixteen, seventeen hundreds, they they worked very hard at music. Nobody wanted to pay them to to work hard at music, so they either needed somebody to support them, such as parents or a wife or a brother or something like that. And when you have that much creativity and that much talent you you live in a world of misery because you deal with jealous people they want to get paid back for supporting you and what they've they've put into you mm. and you know then you come up to the 1950s and 1960s and most of the top stars then became top stars because they had a manager or a dj that was playing them that had tentacles into them for the rest of their life. And it's it's amazing how some of the themes just morph into uh, the modern world 
but you're dealing with, with the mm. same conflicts. You, you want to work on your music. Your parents want you to work on your English composition and computer programming. If, if you're if you're very creative, somehow you're working on a song that you can then use to complete your English assignment and, and get an A on on the uh, report. All right. Well, let's David. Let's throw it to you. Why don't you uh, David's going to play us a couple of songs, and then Eddie, if you're out there, um, Eddie and Sean, we're going to be coming to you in just a minute. Uh, David's going to play us a couple of songs, and David, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and maybe about about the songs that you're going that you're going to play? Well, I'm uh, somebody that did did uh, live in the '40s, '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s, and the aughts, the teens, and the twenties. So. I'm I'm in my ninth my ninth decade and music has has uh, brought me through everything and uh, I always wanted to be around it and the more I was around it the more I wanted to play it and uh, after a while I started to think of myself as as a musician and uh, I'm going to share a song I wasn't planning to share but. This discussion demands it. It's uh, it's called Music Sets You Free. Music is a celebration of life. Song can save you from a nasty mood. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I was wanting a tambourine. <laughs> was really See, our, our lives are so impacted by music, and I kind of knew what I was going to do do tonight. I I don't know if I'm going to do it anymore because I was impacted by my friend playing classical music. It's just so powerful, and I try to expose myself to good music every day. Watch. I tell my friends, you're watching too much TV. You need mm -hmm. to listen. You need to listen to that. We have such access to music, uh, and now nowadays that we haven't had. You know, I can't say I'd... there's all these great TV programs, and I haven't had time to watch them. <laughs> mm -hmm. When I turn on the TV, it's mostly crap. Yeah, <laughs> but there is a lot of absolutely great music that. I never heard like till last week. There's uh, there's stuff. too much to even go through. It's so tough. So much good, so much good music. So many talented artists. But yeah, and streaming really has opened the door. You can find like thirty new artists that you love in, in just one day. You know, we have so much more access to finding it online and Spotify or just YouTube wherever you go. And you you were talking <laughs> earlier about how you know. It used to be you had the manager who had the tentacles in you and, like, you know, basically guiding you and telling you what to do the whole time. I think we finally went out of that pretty yeah. heavily with yeah. uh, streaming. And you're getting a lot more original music, even if that original music uh, is harder to find because it is, you know, such... There, there are a ton of artists out there, you know. So, but there are more music lovers than ever. So, that's true. If you're creating music and you want to share music, there's people out there that are gonna like what they hear. Great. There isn't these gangsters anymore saying, "Look, if you <laughs> want to share your music and have it played on the radio, you've got a sign right here." Mm -hmm. You got you got to give even, us half your money, and they yeah. would even mm -hmm. steal credit for. The, for the songs that were written, so they'd be taking money out of the family of, of the young musicians yeah. who mm -hmm. wrote the song. They would change one word in the title, and now they're, now they're co-writer of the song, getting mm -hmm. fourth of the uh, royalties. Yeah. And the thing is, with streaming being available to as a musician, even if you don't have a huge following, it's just a freeing feeling, like as an artist, to have your music out there in some way where and accessible to everyone and exactly and someone you don't know every day you may never meet will come across it that's one of the coolest like right? experiences like some of like on spotify for artists app whenever you scroll through it and you're mm -hmm. like i know for a fact that my music was streamed in places that i will never go in my entire life and that's yeah. such a cool like that's such a cool thing to think like you know my music was like <laughs> played somewhere in Europe yeah. or in, you know, Australia, and you're just like, wow, that's... That's, that's, that's a rock star moment right So there. cool. <laughs> you know, it's like Living one one here and one there, but still, I don't care. Like, it's, it's awesome. awesome. <laughs> People out there who love, you know, you'll never meet. Yeah, that's a beautiful. Makes it all worth it. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. David, let's, let's hear another. All right, this, I'll, this is... Uh, this is... Um, a song I, I wrote it as a parent, giving advice to to my son, and of course he didn't he didn't listen. 
it sort of reminds me of when I had a dog that was really vicious. So I got a dog training tape for $49.95 that they were advertising after the late show. And uh, I had to get rid of the dog because he uh, would never watch the video with me. The song is called uh, What She Needs From You.
too slow. Mm. To move too fast. Thank you. So those, that's uh, the uh, you know G E minor C and D, your basic New York rock and roll of the, of the late fifties. I liked it. Thank really you. Like Great song. song. Yeah. All right. David, do you have anywhere where you do you post your 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 song? I know you post it on Mufic. You post post quite a bit of stuff on Mufic. That's um, my uh, that's my main way of sharing my music with my with my friends and and my hope is always that they'll share it with their friends. Uh, and then I like to go out and meet other musicians and and play at open mics, but maybe maybe one one or two a week because uh, I'm married to the girl of my dreams and and uh, so there really is no place like home mm. but I'm not going to sing that uh, that song tonight but uh, uh. <laughs> she's always on my mind yeah you know it's uh and the whole point of playing music in the first place was to, was to get away from my parents find a really unbelievably great woman and start my own family and with God's help, I was able to do that. It wasn't easy. Mm. Um, Eddie, Eddie and Sean, we are coming to you. Now, Eddie, I don't see either of y'all on Skype. Um, I'm hoping that you're watching the stream. I'm going to give Sean a call. Hopefully that, that goes. Eddie, if you're watching, you need to add eOpen mic on Skype and then I'll give you a call and if not I'm going to grab uh, the uh, Grant's camera which is my phone and uh, give you a call there and see if we can't make it work out uh, but let's give Sean a call here and see what happens let's do this here and we'll go alright sorry if that's loud <laughs> I don't know if you all can hear that on the stream, but we're listening to the Skype uh, music. It's really a bop. Skype audio. Speakers. Take it down a little bit there. Really all right. annoys me that it like it's not perfectly in time. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's half a beat away from like, right. being perfect. It's so catchy. Though. All right, it is. If only if it would if only they would have just made it like <laughs> complete. Okay, I tell you what, Kevin, let's go to you, and uh, I'm gonna put the camera shot on to just Kevin here. And we're gonna get that. Oh, That's where you, you were wrong, last time. You got the wrong. Um, yeah. Boom. <laughs> boom. All right. Kevin, do you want do you want uh, to share any of your social media or anything? Uh, just verbally. Sure. Or I could I could put I've got these here. I could change it. Do you want to share your Instagram or I don't, whatever you want to do? Uh, you can do uh, Facebook, which is uh, Kevin Kay. Roach Music. Okay. Let's change that. Kevin Roach Music. Boom, and then 
I've got to change the Facebook icon. I'll work <laughs> on that. All right, uh, everybody, this is Kevin Roach. He's going to play some original songs for you. Uh, I met Kevin at Mike Club, and uh, he recorded a couple song of his original songs here with me. He's a really good original songwriter. He's got a great sense for uh, structure. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll take it with Kevin. If you want to tell him a little bit about yourself and, and your music or, or your songs. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Kevin Roach. I'm from uh, the Goose Creek area here in South Carolina. And um, I have been pretty much just head over heels in love with music since I was in like sixth grade. Um, I was kind of a quiet kid, so I definitely found a home in music with uh, with band stuff, playing saxophone, and then later picking up guitar and writing songs and jamming with friends. And uh Within the last five years, I started performing at open mics and just doing what I can to to get out there and push myself as a performer and a songwriter. And <clears throat> the first song I wanted to play tonight uh, is actually one of the two songs that I just recorded with Mr. Noah Groove. And uh, we had a good time on this one, and uh, we actually recorded a pretty different version of it. Um, so that'll be coming out soon, so be on the lookout for that. This first song is uh, the first one that we did. It's called Devil's Daughter. Oh, are we okay? All right. Hang on, hang on. It's Sorry about that. Little That's all right. Devil's Daughter. So let me tell you How I've been feeling Can't find the right words So I will tell you in a song I wrote About a girl I used to know She had a tongue like a knife she cut right through with every single word You wouldn't even care how much she tore you down She'd leave you begging for more And say see you later And kick you right to the curb This torture Only devil's daughter, why do you tempt me so? I'm a goner, and here I am caught in you. Ever can you know I can't resist? And I always seem to fall for your tricks. This is the devil's daughter And she's got me down On my knees again So she will tell you This time it's different Give me another chance And you will fall for it. This girl I know she's coming in hot And 
in there i could i could thank you like your um your choice of whenever you change chords mm-hmm. like i could definitely hear from the songs that you play on open mic like uh that ghost song yeah it like it chooses to like sit on notes like that i wouldn't ever think to sit on right and then like but but it works. It works mm-hmm. really really well and i also heard a little it sounded a little bit a data remembery and I could that def- is a huge influence oh, yeah. of mine. Yeah. It's a day to remember. I think we actually just played one of their songs together at uh, Mike Club. Yeah, at Mike Club last week. Yeah, they are easily one of my one of my biggest influences. Mm-hmm. Ghost is a more recent one, and lyrically, the song's very much inspired by Ghost because they have this real gift for taking darker lyrics, but putting almost like a just a fun tongue in cheek mm-hmm. spin on them. Yeah, so that was kind of the goal with the song was I was like, I don't want it to be too dark. I just want it to be kind of like upbeat and fun. Yeah, I mean, so, you, can, you can hear it. Yeah, it's a good song. I really like it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. All right. I think I got Eddie figured out there. So but uh, Kevin's got another song for us. And um, um, well, I guess I sort of already said this at the beginning of of 
before Kevin played that song, but I just think like your song structure is like it's so it's so well crafted, and it's also also in a certain vein, right? It's like um, who 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 do you listen to? Like who 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 are your main influences? Main influences, yeah. uh, Green Day was the reason that I picked up guitar okay. uh, and started singing in the first place. Um, these days, uh, really influenced by Ed Sheeran or um, the guys like in okay. the sh- vein of Shawn Mendes, and then on the band okay. side, A Day to Remember and Ghost and. Okay. You, can, you can hear all those. Yeah. Like it doesn't sound like you should be able to hear all those, but you you can hear all that. I appreciate <laughs> it. Good, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let me let me get uh, Grant's camera set back up, and then I'll switch switch over. But Kevin, why don't you go ahead and take us into another one? All right. So this is uh, song number two that I recorded with Mr. Noah Grove, and uh, I always kind of wait for the right moment to to bust this one out because it's a little bit heavier lyrically, but it's a uh, pretty honest story it's uh, about a girl and a storyline that lasted seven years and by the lyrics i think you can tell where the where the storyline went so uh but this will be coming out soon too i had a good time recording and working with this working on this one with noah and this song's called tie the knot Down, I always knew it was true. 
It's too late now, your big debut is tonight So I'll take a seat The house is full And the show begins So go ahead inside the night Take my breath away How come out of it stronger now Than I ever was before I guess I know where I stand In the bigger picture of your life This is your curtain call in your public The lyrical misdirection right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was, I I really I really could appreciate that. The I'll tie the knot. It sounds like it's going to be a happy song, and you're mm -hmm. like, nope, nope. This is <laughs> no, nope, not a not a happy ending. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like I said, it's a heavier one, but I I always try to if the songs are darker, I always try mm -hmm. to kind of flip them on their head, and it makes it more powerful. I yeah. think. Yeah, flip whenever you don't head. see it coming. Exactly. Yeah. But flip it on ahead and try to end it on this high note. Thus the take your bow, I wish you well mm -hmm. line, you know. Good song. Mm. Thank you. Both Appreciate good it, songs. Man. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try to get um, Mr. Eddie Booz on here. Let's see. Um, hmm. Trying to think with the. Okay. Let's. Um, all right. Let's. Let's. Yeah, let's just give. Eddie a call. Let's see. Boom. There it goes. Give it Eddie a call. All right. What up, Eddie? What's up, Mike? <laughs> Pretty good. How are you? All right. Let me get. I see you and let me get you up on here. The video is like it's shaking. <laughs> um, give me a second here. Uh, window projector, full screen. All right, you guys can see it. All right, let me try this. Video capture NDI source. We're gonna go with that, and we'll go with 
Come on. Okay. Huh. Maybe that was just a weird glitched out one. All right, we're there. All right. We got you here, Eddie. And now I just want to make sure the stream is live because the application just quit on me. And I just want to make sure the stream is still out there live. So give me one second. Um, All right. I need to get a better computer. This computer is actually a pretty good one, but it just doesn't seem to be able to handle this quite. All right. Looks like we're good. No, it's all good, man. Sometimes OBS is uh, a little buggy, a little yeah. finicky, you know. I was. Yeah, you have to figure out like, the bit rate stuff. Sometimes you have to like okay. lower your bit rate uh, if you want to go into settings. Get your bit rate. You may lower that to like twenty five hundred. Okay. That may help. All right, I think we're good here. So, hey, hey, everybody, this is Eddie Booze. Eddie, Eddie, nice to meet you. Eddie, you, you already kind of met everyone, I guess, but we got Kevin, Grant, and David, and. Uh, let me. I'll, I'll just introduce you a little bit here. And Eddie is a songwriter, and I mean, you're a bunch of different things. You're a film editor. You, you're, you're, uh, you're the, the human jukebox. You are, and uh, he, he's been performing in in Long Beach, California for I, how long have you been? Have you been uh, a gigging musician in Long Beach or in LA? I've been playing out in Long Beach since I was. Uh, yeah, uh, no, you know, not 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 exactly saying how old I am now, but you know, since I was eighteen, so a long okay, time, okay. you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing. Uh, I've been playing out here a long time. I've been writing music for film and television for about ten years now. I've been producing films. Uh, you can find my stuff on like Amazon Prime, and uh, some of my stuff's been on Netflix. You can find my stuff on like Walmart and Target, and cool. all over the place. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, I run a nonprofit organization that you know uh, runs uh, songwriting programs with kids and uh, and uh, after school programs and stuff. So, yeah, I just try and you know do as much as I can with music as possible. You know, write it, perform it, produce it. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. right on, Eddie. Well, uh, hey, uh, let's see. Should I say anything? Let's see. Uh, I'll just I'll throw this stuff. This this is my one of my. This is the story that I'll probably hold on. You know, for. This is the main story for me that I associate with Eddie, which is when I came when I came to Long Beach the first time I was in Long Beach, uh, I was I was living in a car, and and I I hadn't probably hardly played a gig before in my life, and uh, Eddie hooked me up at this place called Gallagher's Pub, and he got he got me uh, one, I think might have been my second gig in that I had in Long Beach at all, and I didn't have a PA, and this guy like. Knew me I mean, pretty short amount of time. I met him at open mic, and he lent me his PA so I could do this gig. He just like let me come pick up all his gear. I'm this new guy in town living in his car, and this guy like just let me use his stuff. And uh, that to me like put me. It just let me know like Long Beach was a good place to be. I, I don't know like it's not. Uh, it's just like okay if Eddie Booze is here, then you know uh, there's there's a reason to stick around. You know it's like. Um, and it, it, I don't know. It's like, anyway, that's just such a cool thing to do. It started me off in, in I don't, I, I don't know, you know, like sometimes just little things, I wouldn't say that's little, but it can have such an impact on your trajectory. And so that was such a, a significant thing for me. So, um, that's yeah, awesome. Dude. That's awesome. No, you know, um, you know, I, uh, you know, going off that actually, I'll just say one quick thing here before I, uh, you know, play, but, um, 
I uh, also like for as far as it goes with you, dude, like so I met Noah at an open mic night that I was running at a place called Sababa. Noah showed up at this open mic and he, he gets up and he plays a couple songs and just floored me. I was just everybody in the place. Actually, I can remember even the owner came up to me and I was like, dude, he was like, who is this guy? And I was like, I, I don't know. I mean, I just literally showed up out of nowhere, you know, so. But we talked and I mean, we talked and anybody who knows Noah out there, anybody who's watching or has met him or I'm sure you guys who know him uh, real well, um, you guys know uh, Noah's personality, you know, Noah's demeanor. And, and instantly, you know, that Noah's he's just so warm, you know, and he's like that to everybody. He's such a good guy. You know, it's funny. <laughs> no, I, I, I did another nonprofit organization called Life is Better with Blankets, and we were. We would collect blankets and and jackets and things like that around the, the winter time, and then uh, donate them to sh uh, to shelters in the area. And Noah donated his time one morning, and he showed up, and and he walked around the neighborhood, and like every like every like thirty minutes, he was coming back with his wagon completely full of blankets. And it took almost like two hours, three hours to fill up their wagons. Noah got like six full wagons, like in, in the time it took everyone else to get one. He was just so warm. Everybody wanted to give him. They were like, you want you want us to make you breakfast too? You know what I mean? Like it's our daughter. <laughs> yeah, so if, you, if, if anybody like, listening needs blankets, if you need somebody to gather blankets for you, I did. I did. I've got. A, I can. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That and a whole bunch of other things, bro. You're you're a pretty awesome guy, man. And uh, I will say too, Noah goes. He 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 asked me. He goes, dude, like, because I was, because <clears throat> I'm I I make a living playing music, for the most part down here in Long Beach, and it's not easy. And Noah asked me, he goes, how the hell do you do this? I said, you want to know? I said, come over to my house one day. I said, I'll talk to you. I'll I'll tell you my formula, exactly how I get shows, exactly how I keep my calendar full. He goes, all right, no problem. He comes over. He literally did. He called me. Comes over to my house. I ran him through what I do. He was the only person I've done that with like six people. He's the only person out of all the people that have ever asked me and literally listened. He's the one who, the only one who took it and within two weeks had a full schedule and was just doing it, like just doing it big, you know? And you've done everything, bro, from recording and producing to hosting open mics and gigging yourself and a great songwriter and stuff. So. Uh, you know, kudos to you, uh, uh, Noah. Great to see you again. Bye. I, I really appreciate having yeah, me. Yeah, man, for sure. All right, let's let's hear you. Let's hear some songs. All right, cool, man. I'll play you two off the uh, album that I'm recording right now. Um, so I'm recording an album right now. Um, I know a lot of people don't really like put out albums anymore. They put out singles now. Uh, but I actually wrote this album as an album. It's meant to be listened to from beginning to end. Um, so this it's, and, and it's about, it's about uh, a time in my life. It's about, uh, a relationship that I had a very, very special relationship that I had and, uh, finding that love, um, and, uh, you know, uh, cultivating that love and, and, you know, and eventually, uh, and eventually losing that love, you know, and, uh, but, uh, you know, and the, and the album documents the journey through that. And this song is called the heart that went home. And I think you guys, you know, listen to the lyrics. I think you guys will kind of get it.
were my best friend And the love that I had I don't know where you went All I know is one day you were gone And the world stopped and fell to its knees Oh, I looked around for my heart And I found it in the sand Right outside your house Oh, we heard like hell just to try and brush it off It was ripping and digging in deep I tried to rinse it, but I was out of tears Carefully, I wrapped it up I took it home with me In their pockets as the pain came pouring out of me. Oh, the hurt and the sorrow that I could have left in the past found its way to my feet. Function and callousness taking the bed. Only I'm without you once again. Oh, you stood in my doorway with tears in your eyes. And you couldn't say what I meant. But I see the all that the love that we shared is real, even if it wasn't said. of sweetness and laughter that ran through my veins. Oh, now winter is here and it pushes us away and I'm without you once again. Oh, the love that I have still could fill up the ocean and I know you'll always love me back. That was, you know, it's funny, like, uh, I was listening to, um, is it, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, is it Josh, the guy who played right before Kevin. me? Kevin, yeah, Kevin. Kev Kevin, yeah. sorry, I, I apologize, I apologize. Um, I was listening to Kevin's songs, and I was like, man, I was like, some emotion in that, you know what I mean? So, so, so some real emotion in that, you know what I mean? So, uh, and I was thinking to myself, you know, that's... I was thinking to myself, this dude has been through some similar, yeah. similar pain. You know what I mean? Like you can feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a songwriter, if you guys haven't heard, uh, his name is John Moreland. Go check him out. He's another one of those that like 
just seeds with emotion. You know what I mean? Like his songs are just that, you know? Um, but yeah, so, uh, so that's, that's one of the songs from the album. Let me uh, do another one. That's maybe a little bit less, uh, a little bit more on the side of, you know, when I, uh, when I found the love. So this one's actually the, um, the title track for the album, the, 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 the working title for the album is called the reason. Um, and uh, I'll play that one. All right. This song is called the reason. Sean Gallagher, if you're out there, we're, we're coming over to you. Thank you again, Eddie. Uh, really appreciate you joining. In. Good to see you again, man. How's, how's everything out in California? Hey, how about um, yeah, tell, yeah, everything's fantastic, you guys. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to check me out, I'm I'm live every Thursday night at YouTube.com/slash Eddie Booze Live. That's my live channel, and my main channel is YouTube.com/slash Eddie Booze. 
So uh, thank you guys so much for having me again tonight. It's wonderful to meet all of you guys, and hopefully I'll be out there to see all of you guys personally uh, right, pretty right soon. On. Okay. See, see you, Eddie. Take care. Have a good night. Peace out. You too. Have a great night. All right. Um, all right, Sean, we are coming at you. Let's go. Sean Gallagher. Take two. Here we go. <laughs> all right, we got him. Hey, Sean. All right, let's see. Here we go. We got Sean. Boom. Is that? All right, Sean. You can look for your on your phone. Look for the little camera icon and tap on that camera icon. By the way, can you guys see everything? Is the TV displaying everything? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm tapping the little camera icon. Okay. Well, we can hear you. Can you see me? Can't see you. <laughs> can't hear you either. You can't hear him? Well, we well, can't. He's, he's not, he's not talking. Yeah. Speaker is. You can hear him now, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. He hung up on us. <laughs> All right. We can call it, calling him back. We knew he's there. All right. All right. Um, I think you accidentally hung up on us, or I don't know. Maybe the application just hung up, but um. Try try tapping that video icon again, and if not, we're just gonna leave the Skype logo up there so we can hear you, and we'll go like we did last time, but and and people will just be able to hear you. Okay. You got it. You got it briefly. You know, last time, we we had your video for a second, and then it looked like the the phone fell down or something, and then we lost you. The phone fell down. <laughs> well, the phone didn't fall down. Um... Tapping that icon, nothing is happening. Okay. Uh, nothing is happening there. Okay. Well, let's just go. Let's just go forward like this. We can all hear you. So we'll, um, it's music anyway. Um. Can you hear that? Yep. Well, I'm going to uh, I'm going to do a cover. Okay. introduction this is sean gallagher um he's from long beach california as well he hosted an open mic at fox Coffee house for probably like four years um it was a really popular open mic in long beach and um 
the singer-songwriter, and um, well, I just leave it there. Yep. Can you hear this? Yesterday, a child came out to wander. Caught a dragonfly inside a jar. Tearful when the sky was full of thunder. Tearful at the falling of a star. And the seasons, they go round and round. Painted pony goes up and down. Captive on this carriage seven times. Can't return, you can only look behind from where you came. And go round and round and round in the circle again. Ten years about me. Tears turned the tires around the town, and they told him, Take your time, it won't be long now. Drag your feet slowly, circle down, and the seasons they go round and round. Painted ponies go up and down. Captive on a carrot of the time. Can't return, you can only look behind from where they came. And go round, round, round in the circle game. Now the years go by, and now the boy's 20. Light years turn the car wheels round the town. Till you take your time, it won't be long now. Too slow your feet to drag the circle down. And the seasons they go round and round. Painted ponies go up and down. Only turn from where you're gonna go down when you don't let you go down when you go round and round and slow that circle down when you go round and round and slow that circle song is about from what i from what i could make out it sounds like talking about the seasons you know that that you know 
it kind of just goes, life kind of goes on and on and it's spinning in a circle. But you talked about also that you can slow it down. How do you slow it down? <laughs> I'll, I'll, somebody wants to, I want to know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you slow it down. To tell you the truth, I, I, um, I know, I know I've been slowed down. I know, I know it's, uh, um, Health things can uh, health things can jump in there and, and uh, slow you down, um, but but uh, I think it's a matter of just just flowing with it and uh, doing your best to take things as uh, take things as it come as they come and and sort of uh, just letting it uh, letting it roll off your back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Last time you were talking about a health issue that you were having and how, how it had been affecting you, and also that you performing music uh, seemed to. Maybe you want to talk a little bit about that. Mention that again for for those that didn't. Well, hear, or no. I mean, my my the whole the whole thing prior to. Um, I had a, I had a stroke, like about uh, a year ago, and. I don't even I don't even remember how long and and it, it uh, the impact it really didn't impact me um, I I didn't think until I tried to do some things that that I used to do um, one of which is one of which is playing music um, just just the just coordinating the playing and the singing um, is a is a struggle and and um, so I, I try to uh, I try to do that um, I try to do that now I try to do that uh, by by uh, by by coming on and uh, to your to this broadcast and 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 doing it um, but I'm not I, I really I haven't been successful in it and it it doesn't seem to be it, it doesn't seem to be um, getting any easier. I don't know. I don't know. If, but, but, but I guess uh, you just have to. You just have to keep doing. Um, you just have to keep going, and and doing things that that you've that you've done. Um, I mean, I I do this. I I do this, and I talk about. At it and I don't want to uh, uh, I don't want to I don't want to harp on on uh, on it on on having a stroke and having and how and how that can affect you in terms of in terms of just uh, uh, remembering how to physically do something um, but it does it does have an impact on you and and um, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just. Uh, I, I appreciate the opportunity. You keep extending the opportunity to letting me come back on and and trying it again, um, doing something again. Um, so, so I can. Uh, so I appreciate that. Thanks for coming on. And um, yeah, hey, thanks for having me. A question, Sean. How has it? Yeah. Has this impacted. Your writing in a, in a 
negative way or a positive way? Uh, do you? Um, I didn't think that it, I didn't think that it had impacted me at all. Um, but it was it was several. It was three or four months before I before I even uh, took took the uh, made the effort to pick up the guitar. And I keep I kept telling myself that uh, um, <laughs> it's not gonna be it's, dogs are uh, <laughs> yeah dogs are dogs are fun um, but but yeah I mean it it impacted me it 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 impacts um, you can you sit and think uh, about things and things are real clear and what you want to do is is in and, and what you want to uh, to pull off is is very the, the the idea is very clear in your head, um, but when it when it comes right down to the doing it, um, it's a little slower, you know, and it's a little it's a little trickier. So you put that on top of the fact that I'm old anyway, um, and it's uh, it just it just gets kind of complicated. Well, your plan sounded pretty good tonight. But I thought I thought your yeah, plan sounded good. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. I I appreciate it. It's it's uh, That's a... not anywhere. It's not anywhere near where 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 it should be. But I appreciate the I appreciate the opportunity yes. to be on and 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 play with I you heard guys. that song back in the '60s. Um, now I was thinking it might be Joni Mitchell, but I don't know. Is it yeah, Mitchell? it was Joni. Yeah. yeah, it was Joni Mitchell. So anyway, thanks uh, a lot. Okay. I appreciate, I appreciate it. All right, we'll see good. you next time. Thank you, Sean. Have a good night, man. All right. All right. Bye. You too, man. Bye, bye. All right. <clears throat> Let's go to get rid of this. All right. Well, Grant. All right. All right. So I'm going to play a couple songs. Um, I have a really good friend. Uh, he makes electronic music. We met probably seven or eight years now. And uh, it blossomed into a really, really good friendship. We both ended up moving down to Charleston probably about three years ago. And um, he really got me to see music more from a production standpoint, um, which really impacted how I wrote music and also got me into, you know, I got a Mac and then Logic and I would go to the studio with him. And then we used to just sit around and we used to write songs. A lot of them were jokes, you know, but then every once in a while we'd come up with something that would end up being, you know, just a really good song. So this is the song. I released an album in 2020 under my name, Days Like Decades. And this is, we both got into the studio and well, not even, it was his apartment that we recorded this song in. And, uh, I just started playing this right here and we just ended up building a song around it basically like I'm not gonna be able to play the electronic portion but I'll play an acoustic version of it. 
don't wanna spend my life running from my fears at home waiting for my mind to clear someday i know i I needed a bass drop. <laughs> the wrong thing. That, that's the part where usually the electronic portion comes in. So. I want to bask in the Carolina sun. Write the stories we'll tell when we were young. Time I made the leap to play to jump the gun. I guess I feel dimension. Uh, both of these songs I wrote and inspired by him. Today's his last day in Charleston. He's moving up to Virginia to be with his family. And uh, it's one of those things where you're happy and you know, like, that's what's best for him. But, it, you know. It's tough when your musician buddies leave the state. Oh, yeah. It's, it's tough. As, as I know... Uh, no one knows, you know. Yeah. So, this song right here is one I played over the summer for him and a few other of my friends on uh, the back porch of my parents' house. Um, it was kind of late at night. You could still hear the crickets and the cicadas going. Um, and it's about learning to appreciate... Um, and find the good and change. The song is called Springtime Rain. skies and start again the cycles circle like the seasons 
flowers bloom and life begins I can learn to smell the roses Learn to live life in the moment How many new doors would open I could somehow see the hope in springtime rain The past is haunting Moving forward seems so daunting could have those days back, you know you would But they didn't last, they're gone for good Could learn to smell the roses Learn to live life in the moment How many new doors would open could somehow see the hope in springtime rain Springtime rain Um, I am a perfectionist and I've tried recording that song like 10 times but that is a hard song to play yeah, I bet and I can't, I can't get it right you know? <laughs> one of these days I'll, be, I'll finally get the right recording I feel like that one's begging for a shaker yeah I yeah. agree yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'm just, I was wanting to just do a shaker and snap over <laughs> yeah. here <laughs> yeah it's got a groove to it yeah. yeah you know Grant I've seen you play like do your singer songwriter thing quite a few times mm -hmm. since I met you. And the thing I love about your music is your vocals are great, but you also know how to write guitar parts that are equally as interesting. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm watching you play, I'm not solely focused on your voice. I'm always wanting to listen to all aspects of it. And yeah. that little like rhythmic thing you were doing just now on that yeah. song, perfect example of that. I'm listening to your singing yeah. and I'm also listening to the guitar part. So it's just all around awesome. I, I really, I really appreciate it. That's, that's a great compliment. Absolutely. Man. I, uh, it's a great song. I, I, I know nothing about jazz, but I love jazz <laughs> and I love when people hit and hit the acoustic guitar mm -hmm. to make, you know, to make sounds and the rhythmic capabilities and everything of it. Um, so I definitely try to, whenever I do the singer songwriter thing, uh, incorporate those into, you know, using like jazzy and seventh chords. Ooh, and then whatever this one is, I have no. Ooh, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. I love that chord. 
it's your like, starring it's, chord there. I'm thinking, yeah. what is that? Right? What is that? <laughs> Hey, what is it? Do you know what it is? No, I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I almost don't want to know. It's, it's. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. No, I know. Yeah. Did you ever use it in in anything but that song? Uh, well, that was this one wasn't even in that song. This is just I I, I tend to go to this one anytime I'm like I really want a, the prettiest chord I could possibly yeah. find. It's. I think it's like a Seven Eleven. Like, <laughs> mom, start naming story. gas stations. Like yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a Seven Eleven. You know, it's a sphinx. shell. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Sphinx. Uh, what is the, there's a Sphinx gas station. I can't even blanking out on all the gas stations. QT. It's a Circle K. <laughs> yeah, it's a Seven Eleven Circle K chord. Diminished. <laughs> circle K minor. It's a. It's a what else? Uh, a Murphy's. <laughs> I don't know. Why can't I think of any gas stations? A Texaco. A Murphy's Texaco. <laughs> Suspended. <laughs> anyway, okay. Beat that joke to death, but it, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> All right, well, um, let's see. Like, uh, do, do any of y'all have any upcoming events or anything that y'all are doing music-related that... And any... Um, other streaming events or podcasts that you're going on or or uh, music that you're working any, any projects that you're working on or anything like that well if if you are a musician in Charleston you got to come to Mike Club come to Mike Club amen all right <laughs> we come Tuesday nights right Tuesday nights Tuesday nights, Tuesday yeah. nights in Park Circle Southern Roots Park Circle uh, we start at 7 7 to 10 um Sometimes there's a drum set there, but every time I set up a bass amp, a guitar amp, and um, a cajon, sometimes there's a somebody brings a better cajon, which is really it's <laughs> really nice. It makes me want to buy a cajon, but I, I buy that cajon, but I already have one, and I it, this it can the, get expensive quickly. Yeah, that's the problem with like, <laughs> being a musician. You always find other things mm -hmm. to buy, and. Never it, ends. Just, it never ends. It really doesn't. <laughs> like, man, that cajon is way better than my cajon. It's just it got such a deeper bass yeah. that it like it it gets out, you know. And the tools are a big deal, you know. That's one thing I've learned um, more in recent times is just how important your like management of frequencies are. You know, like as a mm -hmm. musician, you're like the you're the person that's in charge of the the frequencies that are bouncing around you know the audio frequencies and like so that having that cajon have a nice bass that can really reach out to those walls and you know it's there and available to you whereas my cajon it's like up oh, sorry not like that <laughs> <laughs> your cajon sounds like a piano yeah <laughs> two in one yeah <laughs> um yeah like the, there's a whole music lingo too that like I used to not understand it all. Like, oh, that sounds really muddy, or oh, mm -hmm. that sounds re like really bright, but yeah. you can mm -hmm. hear the tones and you know frequencies. Da 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 da. da really feels milky. It's like, what are you talking mm, about? But yeah. you know, the more <laughs> the way you just said it there, it just sounds like we all are just super tired. But we're like, I love the tones. Yeah, and the... <laughs> had a really milky, muddy, bright tone. To Going it. for a dirty sound. I like the word milky as it pertains to sound. I don't know what it means, but... I like it, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, like, a good bass sound is probably milky. Mm. Yep. Yeah. 
really nice smooth base. Hmm. Made chocolatey. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I used to play bass. I was more murky mm. than milky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somehow I knew what you were meant. You know. <laughs> but it's a wonderful instrument. Yeah. I love. I, I played bass at Mike Club last week, and I was and jamming he killed out. it. Yeah. I had Boy. some people like had that one lady came up to me, yep. and she was like. You're just in the zone. <laughs> I was like, I, I was having a good time. Yeah, for sure. That's it's, the best part of my club, though, is getting to mm-hmm. collab with people you may have just met oh, that yeah. night. Mm. Well, I remember the Never first time I went to my club, what I saw you, met you, and did Uncle Tim was there, too. Yep. yep. And did we, I think we all ended up getting on stage and jamming with Uncle Tim, did we? Probably. I think, yeah, I, I, I think so. I don't remember, but it it was it, you know, first time up on a stage, <laughs> and the next thing I know, I'm jamming with seven other musicians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys brought a keyboard that night. That yep. Day. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was cool. Um. Hmm. Yeah, murky, murky <laughs> bass. Yeah, actually, bass. Um. I've I've uh, got a much bigger appreciation for bass. Actually, when I think about being a musician, if I if I went back and did it again, I'd probably learn the bass. I'd probably be a bass player because bass players have it the best. You can play with everyone. It's really pretty easy to jump in with like all, all sorts of different mm-hmm. styles. It's not it's not like too complicated to be able to find good notes that, that will that will help. And uh, it's the most fun. It's a ton of fun. <laughs> You're just halfway. It's the bridge between the um, the rhythm section and the. Um, what is it? The, yeah, yeah. The melody. It's a, it has a lot to do with rhythm, and yeah. the, but the low end is so crucial to getting mm-hmm. people to dance. I think. And, yeah. And then also, your setup is super easy. You just bring a bass and a bass amp, and you're good. <laughs> you know the, the if you and you don't have to do any of like the all you gotta do is just move a little bit on stage, and you're good, man. And pedals aren't as much, you know. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen like a bass player with you know. A, pedal board the size of the table but you know i used to wonder like why you know why do people play the bass because like that's you know that's the worst one right it's the yeah <laughs> you want to be the drummer or the lead singer or the electric guitarist because everyone's like fixated on that but then now i realized you don't want to be the person you want to be the person that nobody's worrying about and you mm-hmm. just get to, to like do your thing and and have a great time and have the easiest setup and breakdown Little did we know, bass players were, uh, they they just had it all figured out and didn't want us to figure it out, too. Yeah. I never thought about playing bass, and uh, and I never much noticed the bass, but I went to this party, and I was trying to impress people, so I was playing some George Harrison song, and somebody else came on, and he was way better than me, a little older than me, and I thought, wow, this, this guy's really good, boy. Maybe we can get together and jam. And and he said, well, he was he was starting a band and he's he's looking for a bass player. So I said, well, I can play bass. Yeah. So uh, I had about three days to learn how how to play it, and and uh, I borrowed somebody's bass and and. Uh, the knowledge this, transfers really easily. It does. It does. Yeah. If you're a good yeah. rhythm guitar yeah. player. All you have to do is instead of playing the G chord, you play the G note. You know, yep. so mm-hmm. I uh, 
I had this Martin D28 then, and he wanted me in, in the band, but I didn't have my own bass. So he tr- <laughs> he traded my Martin D28 for a Fender Jazz bass, and I thought, wow, this, this is really great. But uh, after playing with a guy for about uh, six or nine months, uh, we didn't get along. So now, so now, <laughs> now I had a bass... And, and no band, and, and, and my Martin D28 was gone forever, oh, so, you know, I got, a, I got a Yamaha for about 100 bucks, which is, which is a very good imitation of the Martin uh, D28, and eventually, eventually I caught up with, with uh, some good acoustic guitars, but for about 10 years, Bass was what I played when I got with with other people, and it was a nice break from the pressure of you're singing a song, you're trying to put it across. Yeah. You could blow it; you'll feel yeah. terrible when you do. And then when I got back to writing songs and and playing my own songs, it was it was way better than the yeah. first time. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's something I'm looking maybe looking forward to. Maybe going going forward is. Being like maybe that's one reason why I'm putting more time into the piano is just being an instrumentalist. I think there's a lot, a lot to enjoy just about being an instrumentalist. It's exhausting being the front person. (laughs) It really is. It's like because you got all this attention on you. Everybody's watching, and then and then that's not because I I just close my eyes. (laughs) It's grand nose. I showed up to his gig a couple weekends ago, and I was there for like forty-five minutes to an hour. Showed up to Mike Club a few days later. It was like, "Hey, I was at your gig." He was like, "You were?" (laughs) I literally closed my eyes. Yeah, it was like, and then like uh, thirty minutes later, he came up to me. It's like, okay, so I noticed that there were people looking at me. So I was like, okay, like I'm gonna close my eyes tighter. Was that you? And I was like, yeah, I was sitting right in front of you for like yeah. half an hour to 45 minutes. Some days, yeah, because like some days I just, you know, people are, and this isn't because like that's the, I don't know, that's the whole thing of being a musician. Like part of what you're there is to connect with what you're there for is to connect with people, and and uh, the way I've approached it more recently is I just want to give. I give people the best sound that I can give. And so I try to put out as much energy as I can. I, I, I try to put out music and sound that does what I think that people are wanting to get out of being there. And so I just listen to kind of like what, how people respond to what do they get noisier now or do they get quieter? Or is it, or, I don't know, stuff like that. And I just try to put out good songs, a good mix of different things and, 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 uh, but then a huge part of what you know, being I think being a musician is, is you're there to connect with people socially. But there are days where I just don't feel like connecting with people socially. And I'm just like I'm I'm all tapped out. So then I'll close my eyes. And and because so, sometimes you get people that start looking at you and like, take a big interest in it. And I, I go all out. You know I go I go for my I express myself to my fullest ability. And then so that inspires people at different times. And then but then it's it's not always that's how I'm feeling. That's mm-hmm. I'm just doing that you know and and then people are like wow you know this this and i it's like i i, I just don't want that interaction and so then like i see you guys staring intently at me so i'm like i can't if i make eye contact within the set this has to happen and then they're gonna come tell me like 
oh, you did, you were so great in that in that moment. I'm like, I'm depressed as hell. Like, I want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, I don't, I don't, like, I can't no, uplift I, I, you. I'm I, doing I everything I can right now. So, and then uh, anyway, so I, I apologize. <laughs> I should have been there. No, a no, there no, 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 no. I thought it was funny. I'm not taking any bids to it, but I, I am going to tell the story because yeah, yeah. You know, it's a funny. One. But yeah, I close. I, I close totally get eyes. it though. You okay. know, so there are days whenever I just want to go into work, get my job done, not yeah, yeah, talk yeah. to anyone, exactly. yeah, and yeah, exactly. go home. But yeah. you don't really have that option. Yeah, you're a musician. Fortunately, I'm not a comedian because oh. like, then. Cause like at least you can close your eyes when you're a musician, you know, and that's that's, that's the way I do it on, on be a weird decent number of times. Close their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe that's the next big thing. You know, there's that that guy Bert, whatever he Bert. Uh, Bert Kreischer. Kreischer. His thing is he takes his shirt off and does his whole set with his shirt off. I've seen that at least. I've seen a bunch of his sets. It's, he always seems to have his shirt off, yeah. and he's, he's you know pretty uh, always. Yeah. So I mean, that's the next thing. Is the comedian needs to be up there and just close blindfolded. Their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. The blindfolded comedian, but uh, yeah, you can close close your eyes and you can get get through sets. But then always, like if you're if you're playing a band show at the at the end, people are gonna always be coming up and, and talking, and so you gotta engage everyone. As the bass player, you could kind of just go pack your stuff up. So. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> true. We love you, bass players out yeah. there. You yeah. could, you hold it down. <laughs> like I'll go and sell my guitar at this point. I'm gonna get bass. <laughs> Well, um, thank you guys for coming out, and thank you to everybody that, that listened tonight, all you guys out there listening, and um, hope you guys enjoyed the event tonight. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? We got we can um, we still got it like a couple minutes before we hit nine, which is kind of all right. All right then. Yeah, nothing. All yeah. right. Well, um, thanks again to everybody that that tuned in. Thank you guys for playing and coming and playing music, and um, thanks for. Thank you for having us. Blast. Eddie and Sean, thank you guys for, for joining in through Skype. And uh, this was the second E Open Mic of 2022. We're going to do it 10 more times. Last Monday of every month. It is an open mic, so if anybody wants to join again um, that's participated before, you're more than welcome. As far as the... We do three in-studio guests and four digital acts. And so I'm going to put a little more effort this this month into finding more digital acts and just sending out a lot more uh, messages and trying to get more people that are not just in Long Beach, California, which is where I know most, most of the musicians. So <laughs> I know some, a few people in New Orleans and I know a few people in, uh, in Texas. Um, what is it? Uh, there's a place where they do kite surfing out in Texas and some people in Nashville. And so I'll try to get some, some more people from around the country. That's so, if, and if you know anybody out there that, uh, is from different parts. That's one of the big things that I want this to be. When I first did it, Mike, uh, two years ago or so, we had literally somebody, some a, a duo, a band from in a basement in London joined. We had some a comedian from India that almost joined. I didn't, I couldn't see how that was going to work out, but uh, India, he, wow. he 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 somehow found out about it, and so I'm hoping that it gets a little more buzz and we start to get more people from lots of different places. We had some people from Maryland last time, California, uh, I think Washington, uh, Washington DC and Seattle and Florida. And, um, that's one of the things I wanted this to be is a chance for people to connect and kind of meet different musicians in the area. Like Eddie Boost, for example, is somebody that's performed in Long Beach. He said since he's 18, he's been performing there a, a pretty long time. Uh, he plays at, almost all the main clubs in in long beach long beach 
for those that don't know, it's it, it's its own thing, but it's kind of part. I, I feel like it's part of L.A., but it's definitely its own thing. Um, and it's just if you ever go into L.A., they, they, they've got like there's a guy, uh, Matt Calhoun here in, in town who's performing. He, he's been going out to L.A. a bit. He's a, a musician here in town. He performs probably six to seven nights a week. Um, and he recently was going out to L.A. to perform in Harvell's uh, in Santa Monica. And they've got Harvell's in Long Beach as well. So, like, Eddie Boo, if, if uh, you're wanting to go out to California and you want to learn about some of the clubs, Eddie Boo is going to be a perfect guy to talk to. Uh, he host, he's hosted open mics out there. He gigs out there on a regular basis. So, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Booze like B-O-O-Z-E. Like the, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's his name. Uh, Edward Lawrence Booze. I, I thought the same thing when I saw his name the first time out there. I was like, okay, that's got to be you know a stage name, but uh, that's his name. And uh, yeah, Eddie <laughs> Booze. And um, all right, well, other than that, thank you guys again for for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back on the last Monday of March, which is going to be 